The Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the device and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 1 on page 345 and 19 on page 363. Blessed is the man that hath not walked in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stood in the way of the sinners, and hath not sat in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law will he exercise himself day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the waterside, that will bring forth his fruit in due season. His leaf also shall not wither, and look, whatsoever he doeth, it shall prosper. As for the ungodly, it is not so with them, but they are like the chaff, which the wind scattereth away from the face of the earth. Therefore the ungodly shall not be able to stand in the judgment, neither the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. But the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, and the way of the ungodly shall perish. Psalm 19 the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. One day telleth another, and one night certifieth another. There is neither speech nor language, but their voices are heard among them. Their sound has gone out into all lands, and their words into the ends of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, which cometh forth as a bridegroom out of his chamber, and rejoiceth as a giant to run his course. It goeth forth from the outermost part of heaven, and runneth about unto the end of it again. And there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. The law of the Lord is an undefiled law, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, and giveth wisdom unto the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, and rejoice the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, and giveth light unto the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, and endureth forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, 
sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant taught, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can tell how oft he offendeth? O cleanse thou me from my secret faults. Keep thy servant also from presumptuous sins, lest they get the dominion over me. So shall I be undefiled and innocent from the great offense. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the thirty-ninth chapter of the book of Ecclesiasticus. On the other hand, he who devotes himself to the study of the law of the Most High will seek out the wisdom of all the ancients, and will be concerned with prophecies. He will preserve the discourse of notable men and penetrate the subtleties of parables. He will seek out the hidden meanings of proverbs and be at home with the obscurities of parables. He will serve among great men and appear before rulers. He will travel through the lands of foreign nations, for he tests the good and the evil among men. He will set his heart to rise early to seek the Lord who made him, and will make supplication before the Most High. He will open his mouth in prayer and make supplication for his sins. If the great Lord is willing, he will be filled with the spirit of understanding. He will pour forth words of wisdom and give thanks to the Lord in prayer. He will direct his counsel and knowledge aright and meditate on his secrets. He will reveal instruction in his teaching and will glory in the law of the Lord's covenant. Many will praise his understanding and it will never be blotted out. His memory will not disappear, and his name will live through all generations. Nations will declare his wisdom, and the congregation will pro proclaim his praise. Here it the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercies on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy a hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the epistle of St. Paul to the Galatians. Paul, an epistle, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ, and God the Father who raised him from the dead, and all the brethren who are with me to the churches of Galatia. Grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory for ever and ever. Amen. But I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was it taught it, 
but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former conduct in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it. And I advanced in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace, to reveal his Son in me, that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went to Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Then after three years I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter, and remained with him fifteen days. But I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. Now concerning the things which I write to you, indeed before God I do not lie. Afterward I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and I was unknown by face to the churches of Judea which were in Christ. But they were hearing only, He who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith which he once tried to destroy. And they glorified God in me. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who through the preaching of the blessed apostle St. Paul, has caused the light of the gospel to shine throughout the world. Grant, we beseech thee, that we, having his wonderful conversion and remembrance, may show forth our thankfulness unto thee for the same, by following the holy doctrine which he taught, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, mercifully look upon our infirmities and all our dangers and necessities. Stretch forth thy right hand to help and defend us, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, all just works do proceed, give unto thy service that peace which the world cannot give. 
that our hearts may be said to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Um, tonight is the eve of the conversion of St. Paul. And I think it would be helpful if we look at a little background on St. Paul. And when I say background, we're going to go a ways back. Um, when the kingdom of Judea was taken into captivity in Babylon, it essentially changed the way people could worship God. Before then, you had the temple and people would could go to the temple. They knew that God was there, present there for them, mediated through the activities of the priests. And then when they get carried away into exile, that has to fundamentally change. And so this is where we, we start to, to see the rise of what will eventually develop into synagogues, where people would gather to study the scriptures. Whatever we see in, in the Bible, when they talk about the scriptures, they're always talking about the Old Testament. And so you have this rich tradition of prayer and studying of the law, of the Torah, develop in Babylon. So when Judea uh, returned from exile and, you know, set forth, you know, building the second temple, you had these two different groups now. You had the priestly class who sought to have things the way things used to be. And you had this new group of, of people, these teachers and students who were, you know, deeply invested in studying the scriptures. And this slowly develops into what we call the, the, the priestly class in the New Testament as the Sadducees and these you know, people who were dedicated, who did not have this the 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 ability to serve in the temple, but they could study the 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 scriptures and study the law, develop into what we call the Pharisees, and this is what Paul was a part of. His family was were Pharisees of long standing, and he was from the uh, city of Tarsus, which was a a, a was known for a university and, and a, a center of learning, especially of the, the, the Torah. So much so that he eventually went to Jerusalem and studied under some of the great teachers there. And so this was the type of person he was. He was deeply invested in, in his faith. And then he's confronted by this, what he sees as a, uh, a, a dangerous sect these Christians who believed that the Messiah had come, who had died on the cross and risen again. And so he's very familiar with all that they taught because he persecuted them. But he did not believe. He did not believe that this thing had actually happened. So he, to him, they were incredibly dangerous. They were heretics, essentially. So much so that he held the coats of the men who stoned St. Stephen. Our, our first recorded martyr in in the New Testament, he was there and he he was 
egging them on, if you will. He was fully on board this thing. And so then he goes, he's sent to Damascus to, to look, to root out these Christians and to bring them back to trial and essentially to put them to death. And he, it's there on the road where he's confronted with Jesus Christ himself, this blinding light. And it's in this moment that he realizes that everything that he has been been told about these Christians is true. Everything that he believed about these Christians is untrue. And th- that causes him to repent and to feel this, you know, the weight of what he's done throughout the rest of his life. But he, he is fully on board because everything he has done up until this point has been with the single-minded dedication to God. And he was misguided, but Jesus set him on the correct path and allowed him to use that passion that he had to preach the gospel to not only to his fellow Jews, but to Gentiles as well, and to bring that gospel out so that we have the the richness of his writings today and his teachings because of of Jesus' grace and his ability to forgive Paul. And essentially, when we talk about the conversion of St. Paul, his conversion starts with an act of forgiving. Jesus knows that he's done bad things and wants him to change and believes that he can become a changed man and gives him the grace to do that. And that's, I think, something we should all, you know, be glad for, not only for what he has given us in St. Paul, but in our own lives. We will continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, that the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. May as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this evening. Hope you have a great Tuesday night. Thank you. Thank you, Have a good Thank night, everybody. Many thanks. That was great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Have a good night, Bye. you guys. Bye.